Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. I want to give honor to Pastor Bounds. I give honor where honors do. Amen. I appreciate everything this man has has done for me. I, I appreciate him uh, for believing in me. And uh, I love him and his family very much. And I love this church. Amen. And I, uh, I have the utmost respect for Pastor Nehemiah. He's taught me a lot. And when, when uh, it's all because of my nine-year-old daughter, at the time she was nine, she, uh, or eight, uh, she asked for a Bible on Christmas. And that's how this all got started. And uh, in, in February of uh, 2016, I came to my first service, and the God was baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. And it's all because of Pastor Nehemiah used, uh, or God used Pastor Nehemiah for that. Amen. And <clears throat> amen. And I, I honor him and his wife today. They, they have showed me and my wife so much respect and so much uh, love. It's just, you guys don't know, it's beyond this world. And uh, I just, I never imagined my life when I come to God doing this, uh, standing behind this pulpit, this great uh, pulpit that great men has taught and uh, preached the word, but I'm very, very honored to stand behind this pulpit. It, it's just, uh, I could cry a million tears if I wanted because it's just an honor to stand here. Uh, and I give a glory to God first and foremost for everything that's that happened in my life, amen? And. <clears throat> So if you'd stand I'd, and turn your uh, attention to Proverbs 22 and 1. <clears throat> if I can get through this without crying, I'll, I'll be fine. <clears throat> A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches and loving favor rather than silver and gold. I'd like to preach for you, preach, teach for the next few moments on a great name. A great name. You can be seated. A great name is more a great name is more valuable than riches because it can't be bought with money. It has to be earned moment by moment, day by day, decision by decision. Having a good name means living in a way that earns the trust of others. It means demonstrating integrity that people can depend on. Maintaining a good name doesn't mean that you are perfect because I'm not perfect by no means. My wife has to straighten me up every once in a while and so Thank God for a loving uh, wife. <clears throat> uh, amen. Maintaining a good name doesn't mean that you're perfect, but when you make mistakes, you learn from them and do what you can to make things right. Now, I did. Uh, have you ever wondered how, uh, how many people or how many people in the world have your name? I've done I looked up my name, and it says that 47,976 people have the name Greg. I don't know what it means. But I, there's other people's names out there that have, like, uh, I think I said Nehemiah, seen it. There was 800,000 people that have the name of Nehemiah. That's a, that's a famous, I mean, that's in, that's in God's word. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> so, your name is about your reputation and character you possess inside. It identifies who you are from a moral and ethical standpoint. Essentially, it is what you do, you are all about. Be true to your word. 
uh, James 1.19. Or, yeah, you can turn it. Uh, God warns us to choose our words carefully so that we can keep these promises we make. We are to be swift to hear but slow to speak. Wherefore, by my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Be not harsh, or Ecclesiastics 2, 2 and 5 and 2, I'm sorry. Be not harsh with thy mouth, and let not thine heart be hasty to utter anything before God. For God is in heaven and thou upon earth, therefore let thy words be few. Consider the promise you have made to God, your family, friends, and others. Have you kept your word? Ask a trusted friend to hold you accountable to fulfill your promises. To, to fulfill your promises. Good character equals good name. Bad character equals bad name. I know, I've known people that's had a bad name when they was younger. And they, uh, all because of the Lord, they've gotten a great name because of, because of him. Because we can't, we can't be great ourselves. We need help from him. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. A good name provides stability. When you have a good name, when you have a good name, people can trust you. That trust is a st stability factor in your relationship with them. They know what to expect from you and can learn, can lean on your decisions in absolute, absolute confidence, knowing they were made with pure motives. Those who, those whose good name has been tarnished have a difficult time building trust and consequently maintaining friendships. Their, move, their motives will always be questioned as insecure. They are more or less seen as looking out for themselves and taking a little consideration, taking little consideration for the needs of others. A good name is eternal. Riches are fl uh, flattering. They could be with us as, they, excuse me, Riches are fleeting. They could be with us one minute, gone, but gone the next minute. And of course, we know that we cannot take riches with us once we leave this world at the time of death. I'd rather have a place in eternity than to have any, everything in this world. Amen. <clears throat> How will your legacy be remembered and portrayed by family, friends, or colleagues once you are gone? Will they focus on the value of your life or only remember what that you, can, you cared about yourself and your wealth? Once of, one of those will provide foundry, founder memories, fonder memories and produce more positive future. Additionally, your character will have an influence on those around you, especially children. Because when children look at you, they portray everything you do. They say everything you say. Amen. Because you're responsible for them eyes that see you. Right. Amen. A good name brings lasting favor. The ending phrase of Proverbs 22 and 1 says, Loving favor rather than silver and gold. As we are to seek a good name instead of riches, so we are also to seek loving favor over riches. And I, and I could think of no better way to, to garner loving favor than to have a good name. Uh, now these are uh, just just some things I'm going to get into, like uh, return borrowed items. Uh, lending among friends is usually done without keeping 
careful record of a loan. Borrowing is often prom promoted by the utterance or need of the moment and with full intentions to repay. When the pressure eases, however, loans are often forgotten by the borrower. I mean, here, I've forgotten to uh, return some things before. Let's be honest. Amen? Uh, uh, scripture reveals that bad name, that the bad name you earn when you fail to return what was borrowed to you. Psalms 37, 21. The wicked borroweth and payeth not again, but the righteous show, showeth mercy and giving. Have you borrowed items that you have not returned? Do you need to reimburse anyone for items that you have, they have given you? Maintain just business practices. God sees every business transaction we make, and throughout Scripture, he calls us to be honest and just. Leviticus 19, 35, and 36. Ye shall do unrighteousness in judgment. In meat yard, and meat yard means just a yard. It's just a, a it's a measurement. It's a fancy word than they used then. It just means yard. I had to, I had to uh, go in the dictionary because I couldn't, I couldn't uh, pronounce it. I didn't know what it meant. So I had to see what it meant. So it just means yard. So, sorry. <laughs> uh, in weight or in measure, just balance, just weights, a just ephod, I think I'm thinking, and just a hint, hen shall you ha ye have, I am the Lord your God. In Bible times, merchants made dishonest profits by using two sets of weights, one set by buying and another for selling. The weights for buying were heavier than the weights for selling. Crooked. That's what it seems to me is me, they're being crooked. Amen. Uh, the weights for buying are heavier than the ones selling. Sorry, I sweat a lot when I'm nervous. <laughs> God repeatedly rebukes this practice as a false balance and an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. That's Proverbs 11.1. 1. Sorry, I didn't tell you. Using a false weight or measure does not con consistent, cons constitute a large theft. It is a small theft repeated many times. Yet God condemns and punishes corruption in the marketplace, even for a small dishonest gain. Micah 6, 11 through 15. Shall I count them pure with wicked balance and with the dog of deceit, deceitful weights for the rich men thereof? are full of violence and the inhabitants thereof have spoken lies and their tongues in deceitful is deceitful in their mouth therefore also all will I make the sick and smiting thee and making thee desolate because of thy sins thou shalt eat but not be satisfied and thy casting down shall be in the midst of thee and thou shalt take hold but shalt not thou shalt not reap Thou shalt not, thou shalt thread the olives, but thou shalt not anoint thee with oil and sweet wine, just shalt not drink wine. Reject gain that comes from another loss. 
there is there is there is severe and lasting damage in the name name of any person who profits by another's loss. God criticizes unjust gain and one and warns that those who receive it are in fact investing in their own destruction. Proverbs 1, 18 and 19. And they lay wait for their own blood. They lurk privately for their own lives. So are the ways of everyone that is greedy of gain, which walketh away, which taketh away the life of the answers thereof. Even if I mentioned of wearing, earning money is legal, it takes if it takes adventure of the poor, advantage of the poor, it violates God's word. Blessed is, the, is the, he that considereth, this is Psalms 41, 1 and 2. Blessed is he that considereth the poor, the Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive and keep, he shall be blessed upon the earth and thou shalt not deliver him unto the will of his, own, of his enemies. Representing Jesus Christ with honor. Honest living is especially important for Christians because he or she represents Jesus Christ to those around him. Because your, your, uh, your character and the way you act and you say you're a Christian, it, it, uh, people, people know a true Christian. Amen? Uh, go to 2 Peter 1 and 2. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus, Christ, Jesus our Lord. Accounting to his divine power hath given us unto all things that pertain unto life and God, godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. Amen. Always remember that your name is valuable. Build it up and make it worth something. May May it be that people smile and thank you. Thank God for whenever your name is mentioned. Would you want to work? This is, a, this is just a question. Would you want for work, work for this company? It has just over 300 employees and following, and following statistics. 30 have been accused of spousal abuse. Nine have been arrested for fraud. 14 have been accused of writing bad checks. 95 have directly or indirectly bankrupted at least two businesses. Four have done time for assault. 55 cannot get a credit card due to bad credit. 12 have been arrested on drug-related charges. Four have been arrested for shoplifting. 16 are currently defendants in lawsuits. 62 have been arrested for drunk driving in the last year. Can you guess which organization this is? It's the 301 MPs in the Canadian Parliament, the people who write our laws. Talk about corrupt. Yeah. That's, when I was studying this out, I, I read that and I'm like, wow. Yeah. There are many religions and religious figures in this world today. Some of them have good reputation and some have bad reputations. But none have the reputation of Jesus Christ. Everything that Jesus touched, he utterly transformed. He touched time when he was born into this world. He had a birth birthday 
and that birthday utterly altered the way we measure time. He turned the river of the ages out of the, his course and lifted the, the centuries of their hinges. Now the whole world can t counts time as B.C. before Christ and in the year of our Lord, A.D., I can't pronounce it, Eno, Eno Denomini, A.D., or after death, I think that's what it means. <laughs> his body cut up, 632, his body cut up and spread all over the Near East, but Jesus rose from the dead. No other name has the authority of Jesus Christ either. When other religions promise heaven, they are writing a blank check. They may have a reputation, but not real authority. Acts 4.12, neither is there salvation in any other name, for there is none other name under heavens given among men whereby we must be saved. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Hallelujah. <clears throat> now, Acts 4.12 in the New Living Translation says it this way. There is salvation in no one else. There is none other name in all of heaven for people to call on to be saved. One Old Testament prophecy after another predicted the coming of Jesus Christ centuries before he ever arrived on earth. Isaiah 7:14 says, Therefore the Lord himself shall give him a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Where do we get this? Authority at of his good name in prayer. John 14, 13, 4, 13 and 14 says, And whosoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask my, anything in my name, I will do. In preaching, Luke 24, 47, and the repentance of, and that repent, repentance of, and remission of sins should be preached in the name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. To receive healing, Acts 3, 6. Then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ. And now there's rise up and walk. Hallelujah. To receive deliverance, Acts 16 and 18. And this did she many days, but Paul being grieved, turned and said to the spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her and to come out and out the same hour to receive salvation acts 4 12 again neither is there any salvation in any other for there is none other name among heaven given among men whereby we must be saved <laughs> hallelujah also and we are baptized acts 2 38 then peter said unto them repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of jesus christ for the remission of sins and ye shall receive the gift of the holy ghost acts 8 12 but when they Delivered Paul preaching uh, things considering the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ. They were baptized, both men and women. Acts 8:16. 8, 8, For as yet he was fallen upon none of them; only they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Acts 10:48. And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then prayed they him to tarry certain days. In Acts 19:5. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of Jesus. Amen. 
in all, in all that we do, Colossians 3.17, and whosoever ye do in word and deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father by him. If you, I'm about done. You can come to the music. Uh, the Old Testament, in the Old Testament, if you would stand. <clears throat> in the Old Testament, God chose to re- reveal himself through many covenant names, each one revealing a slightly different aspect of his reputation. But in the New Testament, God accompanied the revelation of himself in the flesh in a new name. That name is Jesus, which includes the super sides of all the, that subsides all the Old Testament names. Jesus is the redemptive name of God in the New Testament. It is the name of supreme power and the authority, the only saving name, the name given for remission of sin and the highest name ever revealed. Now I'll close in this, this chapter, Philippians 2, 9 through 11. Wherefore God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow and every of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God and the Father. I, and I close with this: If I'm not, uh, if you if you haven't uh, experienced the Holy Ghost, haven't experienced uh, baptism. I say su- I suggest myself that you guys you don't walk out of here tonight without doing it because it's a life change and it'll change your life. Amen. Come on, let's thank God for this word preacher tonight. How many thankful for the word that He's brought to this pulpit? Thank you, Lord, for the name that's above every name. Come on, if you've ever been healed by His name, you've ever been buried in His name. You've ever been delivered by his name. Just go ahead and praise him. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. His truth endureth to all generations. Thank you, Jesus, for the name that's above every name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. He's preached to us tonight that we are to live a life with a great name. Your name matters. No matter where you come from, No matter what you've done, there's a new name written down in glory, the old song says. I've got a new name. I've been washed in his name. I'm just glad he's given you a new name tonight. Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church Podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up on our weekly sermons. If you're in the Zanesville area, we invite you to join us on Sundays. You can find all the details on our website at theanchor.church. Again, thanks so much for listening, and we hope to see you soon.